1: Hello, football fans, and welcome to the show for this week. Hope you're enjoying your long weekend with your family and friends. Uh, man, it's been a big couple of weeks for the CFL. Free agency has been the hot topic, and it's been great hearing it in the news over the last few weeks. Of course, the negotiation window opened up on February the 3rd and closed on the 11th. And uh, on Tuesday of this past week, teams started signing players. After doing most of his shopping before free agency with the signing of McLeod Bethel-Thompson and Bo Horace speedy and re-signing most of his own free agents, Elk's general manager and coach Chris Jones didn't really make a lot of noise on free agency day.
0: No, no, it wasn't very busy. We didn't, we didn't really, uh, you know, we didn't try to do anything. Uh, you know, we we knew what we were going after. We'd been talking about it for three months, and we knew kind of what we were doing, and um, and we had our targets, and that's what we went after
1: quiet day today for you um do you feel that you kind of did your free agency work by by resigning most of your own guys like you did
0: yeah i mean we've got if, if you look i mean we've got a pretty solid group of, of guys you know and our team makeup i mean we've got 18 uh, first year guys that will now be second year and then we've got 16 second year guys that'll be third year so i mean you know we, we get good quarterback play and and like i say i feel strongly that uh you know adding adding a kicker and adding our our returner i believe is going to give us an opportunity to uh to have better drive starts and uh to put our both our offense and our defense in better positions
1: are there still free agents you're interested in that are out there i believe we're
0: pretty much shutting it down we uh you know like we like our football team and and you know i'm not saying that there that there won't be there might be somebody that pops up but you know we uh we like our football team ac leonard no longer in the picture then well, we're we're looking, uh, you know, AC is is a guy that's been with us. Uh, you know, he wanted to, uh, his agent wanted to look around there early. I talked to him about two weeks ago, and, you know, he still wanted to uh, kind of look around. He was a guy that we would have liked to have kept. But, you know, at this juncture, it's kind of late, and, and we're just seeing where he would fit uh, in the cap. Thanks, Hernan. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.
1: The only signing was punt returner Jovan Leake. Uh, he had an all-star season in Toronto last year, led the league in punt return yards, and had a 15-yard average on punt returns. Also, four house calls last season on punts as well.
0: Well, I know for sure how hard he is to defend, and I know, you know, the uh the kind of the record setting year that he had last year. I mean, I uh the, the Canadian Football League is pretty old, and when you start when they start talking about the best You know best ever i mean that's a pretty strong statement and he's got uh he's got a lot of top-end talent he can play both running back and returner and receiver uh you know 15 yard punt return average uh there's
1: a lot to like leak for his part very happy to join the herd
2: uh man it's just been on me since the free agency opened up and you know i just built a connection with g roy he went to maryland which is my college that i went to so you know, it was just a lot of connection there and then, you know, I got guys over there already. So I just felt like it was a good fit. Everything worked out. And um I'm just excited for the opportunity. I can't wait to get to work. So, you know, I just I, I love the feel of everything out. So Chris Jones, can't wait to work with him. So this is exciting for me and it's a new step in my career. So I'm just ready for it. Yeah, I just feel like I can score whenever I touch the ball. Uh that's that's the confidence I have and you know, I just I feel like I'm a game changer and I could just help a team out in that in that in that phase. So Anytime I touch the ball, I just feel like I could be explosive and I could help my team out. So that's what I'm going to try to do Uh, with Edmonton. I just, you know, on special teams, hopefully at running back, get a couple couple touches. So I'm just excited for all that, man. It's just new opportunities, so can't wait.
1: Jones mentioned his numbers from last year, 1,216 punt return yards. That's the third highest total in CFL history. And Lee hopes he can reproduce those numbers in Edmonton.
2: You know, we just built a connection, so it was just a lot of work put in, and I just believed in the return and believed in the blocking schemes and all that stuff, so, you know, like I said, I just feel like I'm explosive, and when you got guys like Edmonton has, special teams, good special teams guys, you know, you can do a lot of stuff with that, so I'm just excited to have the same, you know, opportunity I had in Toronto and Edmonton, so. I can't, I, can't, I can't ask for more.
1: With Leak and the newly signed kicker, Boris Beattie, the Elks should be able to improve their field position and create more offense this year. Uh, when we come back, we'll head to Europe and find out how a CFL kicker trains in France. This is the Elks This Week on 630 Chad.
0: Now, more football talk on the Elks This Week.
1: Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. His eighth season in the CFL was one of his best, and kicker Boris Beattie was rewarded by getting released by the Toronto Argonauts. He was 95% on field goals, 47-yard punt average, a 71-yard kickoff average as well. Uh, After he was released, it sure didn't take the Elks long to scoop him up on a two-year deal. I talked with Beattie last week from his off-season home in France, and we started with his great 2023.
3: Um, I, th- I think comfort. Comfort. Uh, my 2022 season was a very interesting season off the field, personal stuff. A lot of things happened, but also, um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, on the field. This was the first time ever in my sixth year at the time, professional, where I had to split spot. I had to split a spot with a punter, which had never happened to me before. So, the 22 was a big adjustment for me. Even though, I mean, I was in this league for six years before but it, it was it was tough for me to understand that like hey you got to stay locked in for the for the field goal and field goal and kickoff is what you're going to be doing and i feel like when you're doing all three you're in the game consistently because they're done come up and you still got to stay focused and at this time it's like, well we're not driving the ball or we are driving the ball so are we going to punt oh i'm not going in you know so it was a little bit adjust it was it was more of adjustment and then after this, as soon as I got the rhythm of, OK, well, you're not going to be going in for this. So now just make sure you stay fresh, but you stay focused on your part, knowing that you're not going to be punning, which is one of the also things that I do like to do. It was it was it was a little tough for me. And it, it was a good learning season. I think 2022 was it was like my 16th season It was a good learning lesson where, OK, well, you just got to take in maturity and understand that like hey you're not doing the job john was doing an amazing do- job and he's still doing an amazing job in uh, toronto john haggard the punter and uh, i was just like okay well it's, it's that time where i guess you just got to spit the, the position with the, with another person
1: it sounds like you'd prefer to do all three is that your expectations coming to edmonton that you're going to handle all three jobs
3: uh no, no no i'm not jumping on this i'm a competitor and i always will be If the the opportunity presents itself, I will jump on it. I'm not out there to just come out and be like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm here to take this over. But I will have to say that personally, I do enjoy doing all three because you stay busy and you're in the game consistently and you can have a huge impact on all three phases of the game. So I do enjoy it, but I'm not out there to just be, hey, I'm jumping on this and I'm taking this over. I'm not at all. I'm out there to be, like I said, I'm out there to just come, kick balls and uh, make sure whatever I can do to help this team win games.
1: Being in the East for your whole career, you probably haven't played a lot of games at Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, Does anything jump out at you kicking at Commonwealth, and do you think you'll enjoy it?
3: Uh, I do remember the ball flying a whole lot more than out East. Uh, That was one thing that I did. I I do remember I had a – I think I had a – I think it was a – It was a a far field goal for an overtime in Edmonton a couple of years back. It might have been like 18 or 19. Uh, Left hash, might have been like 50 or 52 yards that I do remember out there. But I do remember that the ball flies well compared to the east. I do find it that Calgary, Edmonton are some of the destinations where the ball flies well and a lot farther than... Out east where i've been playing so i enjoy the stadium i remember the stadium in 15 because i was like holy snap like okay this is a big stadium and it's a lot of people there and um i'm i'm really really honestly i'm looking forward to fill that stadium up again
1: excellent sounds great um You went from uh, Montreal to Toronto. Now you're going to Edmonton. You had to go through it in Montreal, uh, finding a new, getting the rhythm with a new long snap and a new holder. How difficult a process is that and how do you start working on that?
3: Um, So actually, I got a message today from uh, Jake, the partner uh, in in Edmonton, and he's like, hey, are you in Ontario? Uh, I'd like to get with you and make sure we can work some mechanics and stuff. And I was like, buddy, I would love to. Having known, but unfortunately I'm in France and I'll be doing my whole off season in France. So, I mean, in camp, it is a, a stressful environment and it is a competitive environment, but you're still out there to work and better your craft. So I usually take the advantage of, hey, let's take some times where whenever we have time down compared to other position, I should say, and let's just work on these little details where we can just get synced in and uh, properly get uh, the whole operation proper properly.
1: All right. where does a guy practice place kicking in france is there any football fields there that you can get to or are you just doing it in a park or situation
3: uh you know i just go in the middle of the woods i just find two trees and i just kick in between <laughs> no 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 so we have football we actually have a good uh federation that is uh, really supportive of all their exported players and um no, so there's a football team about 25 minutes away from, from, from here that I actually uh, I, I, I really, really respect because the year of COVID, so 2020, they were the first one to jump on it. They knew I was back in France. They're like, hey, boys, if you need a field to stay in shape and make sure that you get to kick footballs, we just built a brand-new turf. We have field goal posts. We got lines, and you can just come out whenever you want to. And as soon as they hit me with that message, I was like, you know what? There's there's I mean, it's just a random person just – hey, we're here for you if there's any need, you know? And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I've been supporting them ever since. And I didn't even know, actually, at the time that they existed. And they were they were on the come up. So this this was a – it's a Blue Star in Marseille. And so from uh, once or twice a week, I go down to the field and I just go kick footballs with the guys. And uh, it's, it's enjoying because I kick, I punt, guys come out and return. And it, it's just a good time and it's a great vibe. So I, I enjoy it a lot going out there and just uh, kick the football around.
1: How'd you get started kicking in football? Uh, were you a soccer player first, and then then you converted? I know you you went to school in Canada, right? So you played football at, at the at the college level in Canada. But when did you start? Kicking? I did.
3: So this goes back all the way in two thousand five. Two thousand five, I finished uh, the equivalent of high school in, uh, in 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 France, and my dad was in uh, Boston, Massachusetts at the time. So he was like, you know what, come, out, come on coming over, and then. Uh, but come, come to your school. So start your high school over there, the equivalent of the high school. So I, I jumped there. I was a sophomore, and uh, I was a big soccer player. My dad played professional. He played international, and that was like in the tree line. I was supposed to be playing football, uh, soccer also. And uh, that year in uh, sports, uh, in the sports, sports uh, physical education class, uh, the theme that week was football. And uh, as a soccer player, just took the ball and just started kicking it all around the gym. And then my uh, one of my teammate who became teammate, Nick Lacour, he's like, Hey, buddy, just try something for me, real quick. And he like closed the curtains down and he's like, Hey, you think you can put this in between? I was like, Come on, man. Like, this is just basic for me. So why not? And I did it once, twice, three times. And he's like, Hey, look. I'll be honest with you, our kicker just had a stroke and he won't be able to play this season. Would you like to just come out and try out? So at the time, I didn't speak English too well. I was just arriving from France. I was young. And for me, like the vision of like high school was always the football player with the big leather jacket. That's what it's pictured like in 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 France. That's what you see in the shows. It's like the the jog guy, you know. And so I was like, you know what? I just arrived. I need to expand my uh, network and I got to learn english quickly so i was like you know what there's about 80 guys on this football team i can go around and kick football and if it doesn't if i don't like it i can just go back to soccer so i ended up trying out and then this is how i got into kicking uh almost uh 20 years later that's where we're at now
1: now you come to a new team in Edmonton, but man, you got a lot of familiar faces on this team. I think from your days in Montreal and Toronto, starting with with oh, Geno good. Lewis and a McLeod Bethel Thompson, uh, Curly Gittens Jr. Uh, looks like Javon Peek's oh. coming as well. Uh, yep. You're not exactly going to be a stranger here.
3: I shall not. And I've always been, uh, I feel like I've always been a good opponent to whoever I played and always respected my opponents. But um, that was one of the choices that also made it easy for me to come to Edmonton. Uh, first call I, I made literally as soon as like Edmonton approached and we negotiated. Hey, Mac, what's the word? He's like, you know, I'm in, you know how I work. Let's get this thing. And I was like, that's all I needed to hear hung up and I was like, we're in like, no problem. I know Mac. we've, we've became really good friends. Ever since 21, he welcomed me into his family. I did my gender reveal in his house. I did um, my, my son's first birthday at the time over there. Uh, his wife and uh, his wife himself, his, his mother and his daughter have been part of our life ever since 2021 and we're really close. Curly was also one of the guys that uh, was always at the parties, the birthday parties. So we had like a little crew in, uh, in Toronto where it was all like parents with kids that were just uh, getting together and just having parties for birthdays or Halloween. And and, ho- and Mac would always host those parties. So everybody would show up there and I was like, okay, this is cake. Eugene goes even farther back. Gino, we used to say free Gino back, I think it was like 16 or 17 he showed up i think it was like a week before uh it was like a week it might have been like five days or a week before training camp ended and uh, we're like who the hell is this guy showing up and i remember him catching two fades and we're like holy snap is he gonna play ended up doing the same thing in in the last uh preseason game and then the story just went on from there so obviously it's uh, it's just easy. It's guys i have been in the locker room that I know are good people. And I can see like management is trying to just bring good people and good vibes to just be able to just keep going. So as soon as I saw the lineup of guys, I was like, okay, uh, for Leak, we've been working together for the past two years now. I mean, we've been taking to each other. I've been challenging him every weekend. Like, Hey buddy, don't get tackled by the partner. Don't get tackled by the kick or I'm coming after you. You know how this works. And there's always been the motivation of like, I got to get after him and just keep teasing him. And, you know, as one of those young guys, they just keep motivating. And I'm so happy that he got, uh, this first team player of the year definitely deserve. He, he produced a whole lot this year and I'm happy that he was able to get an opportunity and also get paid, uh, at what he's doing because he does it greatly
1: excellent uh your time in toronto would have overlapped with chris jones a bit right uh yeah yeah it started, did i think part of 21 did, did did you have much of a relationship with him while you're in toronto
3: so at the time uh Coach jones was the the dc when he came in He was the dc i think he had a good relationship with uh murph at the time and i think that it was, I don't, I don't know, there's something in the inside with the D.C. that happened, and he ended up coming in uh, for replacement at the time and just took over the defense. But I remember having one conversation with him, and he was telling me, because he's a big, from my understanding, he's a big number guy. He was like, Boris, you know with the leg that you have, you should be able to punt and pin these teams so deep into, like, inside the ten consistently. And I'm like, And I remember talking with him, and I was like, I totally agree with you, but at the same time, it is such a tough thing to do to be able to just pin like put the ball out where it's not a single but it's not at the time it was actually it's not at the 20 and then now i would love to sit down and talk with him like imagine now you're taking away five yards to be able to like kick a ball and when, when when you're when you're standing back and you're punting and you're like on the 50 the 15 to the zero looks very small so it's a tiny angle to not get a single or not get a penalty and i remember just talking with him and he's like you know I'm trusting you. You can do it anytime. Just keep going. You're going to put our defense in the best field position possible. And then we're going to be winning games like that. And I was like, "Wow, this is one, probably one of the only conversation have like, I've actually talked with uh, coach Jones at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, kickoffs. Like I think you, you've got the best, uh, the longest average in CFL history for, for kickoffs. I think it was 71 yards last year. That's difficult, right? Because you want to get it. You want to pin teams, but you don't. Sometimes you don't want the single. You don't want to put it through the end zone. Uh, tell me about working on that and how, how you've become so good at that.
3: I'll be lying to you if I told you that I practice kickoff. <laughs> That's it, That's eh? What I, you can ask my coaches. I've, I don't practice kickoff during the week usually. I just. Kick the ball during the weekend but it's not something I should be proud of I work on it from time to time in the off season but it's just such an aggressive movement that I'm like I control it I control it well I should say and I just want to make sure I put it at the right spot at the time so uh, kickoff has always been one of the my main strength, I should say but it's just been power really it's just been power but uh, no hesitation on uh, crushing the ball no holding back and just got to put it at the right spot so uh A lot of times, especially now that the ball has been backed even more and even further, uh, the chance of me kicking the ball through the end zone becomes a little less. But I have a feeling that in Edmonton, depending on the weather and if we do need a single, it might be on demand. So I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. We'll see how it goes, but I think that the ball flies a lot better in Calgary and Edmonton is one thing that I do remember. So for kickoff, what you want to do is just put as much hang time as you can, and then with the distance that I'm able to bring with the kick, usually the ball will land around the 5, which is pretty good because that's a 75-yard kick, and uh, the – The time that the guys make their way downfield, we're covering with 12 Maniacs. And that's what I always look for. My kickoff team is just 12 Maniacs covering down the field. And uh, the goal is just to stop them inside the 20 so that our defense starts inside the 20 every single time we get on the field.
1: All right, we're about three months from training camp. You seem like you're pretty
3: excited to get there and looking forward to a season with a new team. For sure, for sure. I'm excited. I think it's a big challenge. And uh, the people that are already there that I know are the good people to be able to put something special together. I'm excited to meet my new teammates, but I do know that the the teammates that I've had before are good people. I know that the coaching staff, because it's not just Coach Jones, but there's a couple coaches on that coaching staff that were on that coaching staff in 21 that I do know also that are good people and that are are winners and I do want to win. So I'm extremely excited about the opportunity because they're putting the right people to be able to just go in and again, bring the city back to the stadium.
1: Boris Beattie, uh, merci beaucoup. Thanks for your time. <laughs> De rien. Thanks to Boris Speedy, Jovan Leek, and Chris Jones. That's it for this week on the show. I'm Morley Scott. Let's talk more football in seven days' time on the Elks this week on 630 Chet.